Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun. I don't know that I've ever looked forward to a show, a non-Friday show, as much as I'm looking forward to tonight. Why? Is there some world-changing news out there? No. But there's all kinds of taboo out there you're never supposed to discuss on the radio, and I get to discuss all of it tonight, and it's going to be awesome. (laughs) We're going to talk we're going to talk about the Civil War and the Confederacy and the North versus the South because of Robert E. Lee statues being torn down. And the Civil War is one of those things. It offends every single person, no matter where you live. So that's gonna be fun. We have Joe Biden. Well, he's out there, you know, being being Joe Biden. Now, I'm supposed to stop and walk out of the room here. I'm gonna stop. But with your permission, I'm going to walk into the room because I want to say hello to all. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Somebody, a crazy white liberal woman, threw an egg at Larry Elder, the black dude running for governor of California, and she was wearing a gorilla mask. And I'm going to tell you why she's not a racist. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a spicy Jesse Kelly show tonight. But before we get to any of that, and there's much, much more. We have your emails. I'll actually take your phone calls tonight. There's so much more. Let's let's set everything up. Let's set up basically the entire show tonight and have a little talk. Just you and me. Just you and me talking. All right? Let me ask you. Something. And I don't need you to answer me. I don't need you to call in. You're welcome to. I don't need you to email in. You're welcome to. You can just have this conversation. Just you and me. Have it with yourself, though. Have it with yourself. Let me ask you something. Do you follow the rules pretty blindly? And I know, I know people don't like to admit that. That's why I say keep it to yourself. But the truth is, most of society... This is not just Americans. This is people in general. Most of society follows the rules and follows them pretty blindly. I've always believed that most people are either born rule rule followers or rule breakers. I, I don't know that I'm right about that, but most people follow the rules. Do you follow the rules? Do you do what you're told? Do you trust the powers that be? When you when you go into the doctor's office and he's sitting there, white lab coat, oh, your breathing sounds fine. Uh, I've, I've done some thinking about it and it looks like you have scabies. Do you walk out of there and say, oh no, I have scabies. When you turn on the news at night and no, I don't forget about some left wing show or right wing show. Uh, local news, let's call it local news because local reporting is outstanding for the most part. Say so you turn on the local news. And your dime of a local reporter is on there in the news. Haven't you heard? Don't cross this street for the next for the next three weeks. The air is polluted in the street. Do you just believe that person? You believe that dime, hook, line, and sinker? When your professors tell you things, when your parents tell you things, do you believe everything you're told? Or are you the type of person? Who questions everything. Now, not obnoxiously. Nobody likes that guy. The guy who has to argue and question everything in class and at work. And I'm not saying be that guy. Are you the type of person in your head, though, who says, wait a minute. 
that doesn't seem right. I'm not sure if that's right. Let me go look into that. Let me read up on this. Let me let me look into it. What kind of person are you? I want you to brew on that for just a brief moment because we're going to do a little walk here because the Civil War came up today. They're tearing down a, a Robert E. Lee statue. And, of course, this is something that the, the communists love, right? So this is just a little bit of the audio from the Robert E. Lee statue they're tearing down. idea. Woohoo! It's a big moment. Woohoo! Thank goodness the Civil War is finally won. Set all that aside. Would you have been in the Confederate Army? Would you have... Oh, this is a big example. Everyone knows this one. Would you have been a Nazi? And I mean somebody standing on the guard towers of the camps. Would you have been... Part of the Ottoman Empire, one of the guards as they marched all the Armenians out and murdered tons of them. Pick your, pick your historical genocide. If you were in Cambodia, would you have been part of the Khmer Rouge who decided to exterminate 25% of, of, of their own country's population? Would you have taken part in that? And I don't mean one of the leaders either. I mean you personally one of the people on the ground, if you're in uh, Cambodia, we'll use that one for the example. They were exterminating all the Vietnamese people. I'll get into that a little bit later on. Would you have told a Vietnamese family, because this happened often, husband, wife, kids, multiple, little kids, two babies, stand by this ditch while I shoot a bullet in the back of your head. Would you have done that? There is about a 99.99% chance right now you're saying, uh, not in a million years. Are you a psychopath? What are you talking about? Are you sure, though? Are you 100% sure? Remember that talk we just had about rule followers? You do as you're told. Do you question things? Let's have a frank conversation about who you are, who I am, who we should be. You understand that there really aren't monsters in history. We like to imagine they are. there are, and I've used that word a billion times, right? Monsters. This guy's a monster. What kind of monster you have to be? But in the real reality, the real, real sense of the word, there aren't monsters. None of them. Unless you count birds, which are really creepy. But there aren't real monsters. They're just flesh and blood people. That's hard for you and me to accept, isn't it? Are you really telling me the, the the camp guard at Auschwitz? You're telling me this guy was just a person like me? That that could have been me? That's outrageous. He was a person just like you, and it could have been you. And the fact you won't accept it means you won't get to a place where you understand what's happening right now in society. You won't understand what's happening because you think this society's different or you're personally different, or your neighbor's different, or the guy across the street's different, or that person's different. You think people have changed. You think society has changed, but people don't change, and societies don't change, and it could easily be you. Are you that rule follower? What if you were born in Germany in 19, let's call it 100 1900, 
You're born in Germany, relatively new nation. Germany only kind of got together in the late, well, 1800s. I realize there were a bunch of Germanic nations, but the unified, unified as a country, 1800s, came together, started to really get their stuff together. They're, they're on the up and up. I mean, they are on the up and up. You know, one of the things that was crazy, if you go look back at those times, at least it was crazy to them back then, was the birth rate in Germany. Remember, it's vulgar to talk about these things these days, but birth rates are extremely indicative of your nation's future. And France and Britain and all the rest of them are looking at this new country and they're thinking to themselves, oh my gosh, they're all getting married and they're cranking out babies. Uh Uh-oh. And their economy's churning and they're German, right? So everything's organized and they're doing it right and everything's doing well. And then World War I comes along and you love your country. And maybe you march off to war for it. Maybe you don't. It doesn't matter. At the end of World War I, though, you not only lost, you got the shaft for what? For being on the opposite side? I mean, you, you, Germany wasn't Nazis in World War I. Remember, they weren't bad guys. They weren't really good guys and bad guys. We're going to pause here for a moment because I'm going to a break. We're going to walk through this. Before you think that could never be me and this could never happen today, hang on for just a minute. But first. Husband and wife driving home. Stop at a red light. In the dark. You've done it a million times. Surrounded by an angry mob all of a sudden. That's how it happens too, all of a sudden, right? They're yelling, they're pounding on the glass, they're spitting at you, and somehow, some way, they get the driver's side door open. They get the driver's side door open, get their hands on the driver, start dragging the husband from the car. Wife freaking out. Husband, by the grace of God, has the presence of mind to get his hands on his hero 2020 non-lethal weapon. Shoots his attacker twice in the chest with the hero 2020. His attacker has to back away because this pepper chemical irritant is just brutal. Husband, back in his car, home safe and sound every single night with his wife to this day because of hero 2020. Go to hero2020.com. Use the code Kelly. That's Hero2020, code Kelly. Remember, state law restrictions may apply. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and yes, don't worry, we're going to be ready. Tomorrow, Joe Biden is announcing a six-point plan. So he's got a six-point plan to attack Delta, the Delta variant, the deadly Delta variant. Now, have you heard there's a Delta variant? By the way, do yourself a favor. Call up your doctor or your local clinic and ask them how they're testing for the Delta variant. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. Just, just call somebody you know. I don't need you to burn up someone's phone lines. These people are busy. But if you get a chance, ask somebody, nurse, doctor, ask them how they're testing for the Delta variant. You'll enjoy that a great deal. So that's coming tomorrow. Tonight, well, they want us dead. I'll show you why. We're going to have a civil war argument here in just a minute. I'm almost there. And, well, the Taliban. 
the Taliban are doing something brilliant. And I'll go over all that tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. But back to my story here. We were we were discussing, in case you missed the first segment, whether you are a rule follower or not. In general, do you follow the rules? Do you question the rules or you just follow them automatically? Do you do what the people around you do? Do you think the way they think? Do you say the things they say? Do you? I mean, the the things your friends say, is that what you say? The things you watch on TV, is that is that what you believe? When your teachers tell you something, do you believe it automatically? Do you just go along with everything? Keep that in mind because we're walking through Nazis. All right, so you were born in Germany, 1900. Germany's moving on up. World War I breaks out. You, well, you'd be, I guess you'd be a little long, young for that one, but you sign up anyway. Let's call it 17. You sign up, go fight for your country. Germany loses World War I. You then eventually lose the monarchy. There goes the Kaiser. He's toast. You have all this turmoil in your country, all these reparations you have to pay back. The jobs market is garbage, and things are really, really tough for you. Again, we're talking about you, not a nation. We're not doing a history lesson. We're talking about you. Let's say you're that guy, and you're a German, and you love your country, and you proud, and you're proud of your country, and you fought in World War One for it, and daggone, it's a beautiful place. And soon, it's the year 1925, 26, 27, and you fought for your country and bled for it, and you watched your buddies die for it, and now you can't even find a job. In fact, your mom and dad had to move in your house with you because they're homeless now. You come home at night and your kids are saying things to you like, Daddy, Daddy, I'm hungry. Daddy, I'm starving. Your wife, she's desperate. She wants to know when are you going to find work. Life is tough. Things are hard. The grocery store shelves are empty. And remember, you're a person who follows the rules. You believe it. You what you're told, right? Along comes this wildly charismatic dude, and you know what he says? I have figured out exactly, exactly why society is struggling. You know why you don't have a job? You know why we lost the war? Do you know why all these bad things are happening in society? I know it's because of the Jews. And the gypsies and gay people and all the other various people Hitler hated. <laughs> he hated everyone. He was a monster. But it doesn't matter. For the purpose of our story, remember, you believe what you're told. You follow the rules. And not only does Hitler begin to tell you these things. Oh, my gosh. I went to school today and my teacher told me it's it's because of the Jews. And then I, I, I talked to this guy, and he's always been a mentor of mine. He told me it's because of the Jews. And then I picked up this newspaper on the way home, and they flat out said it's the Jews and the Jews and the Jews and the Jews and the Jews. And soon, how much time would it take? How much time would it take for you, the rule follower, who does what you're told, who does and says and thinks the same thing as all the people around him? How long would it take you to throw that Nazi patch on your arm? How much of an effort do you think it would take? Jesse, I would never. Are you sure? Are you 100% sure? You put masks on your kids? You don't have to tell me the answer. That's fine. You're welcome to. 877-377-4373. Do you put masks on your children? Uh, you're, You're well aware that nobody, I mean, nobody is seriously arguing 
that children are at any kind of a significant risk for coronavirus, right? And this information is readily available, readily available. Five, five seconds on the internet could tell you that. Do you do all the things the media tells you to do? Do you vote how your friends vote? Do you vote how your dad voted? Do you vote how we've always voted? Do you believe what the people around you believe? Well, then I've got bad news for you. If you are a system-serving serf who does, says, and thinks the things society has told you are acceptable, and you don't say, do, or think anything society deems unacceptable, you're the Nazi camp guard. You're the Ottoman Empire soldier. You're the Khmer Rouge guy in Cambodia slaughtering the family. You're no different. You're a sheep, and sheep are history's biggest monsters. Always remember that. And it's happening right now in the United States of America. It's just the very beginning of it. In fact, it's happening across Western society. I shouldn't narrow it to the United States. And so many of you are taking part in it, and you're making the same mistake previous sheep monsters made. You're saying to yourself, oh, but this time it's different. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously the... Obviously, I mean, the unvaccinated people, they, they're, they're killing everyone. And frankly, I'll be honest with you, they kind of deserve to die. The number of new cases is up more than 300% from a year ago. Dr. Fauci said that if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. And that choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who... Gobbled horse goo. Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're. Uh, it's so funny. We're gonna let people die who made a different healthcare choice than us. Uh, isn't that good? Isn't that a good joke? I'm, 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 I'm about hyperventilating over here. I'm laughing so hard. Do you see how easily it can happen? Do you see what I've been warning you about time and time and time and time again? Even if I don't care whether you got the vaccine either, by the way, this has nothing to do with that. You go make your own healthcare decisions. That's not my, I, I don't judge anybody. It doesn't bother me a bit. But you see what I've been warning about society deciding the president's words, the pandemic of the unvaccinated, words that are now being echoed across the globe, by the way. Australia's premier echoed those exact words, and now you're seeing it across Western society. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. Time and time and time and time again telling you, mad about the pandemic? You mad about people dying? Are you mad that you lost your job? Are you mad about inflation? Mad about that? What's happening at the gas pump? Are you mad about this? Mad about that? Are you mad about anything right now? Well, I've got good news for you. I have discovered who is responsible for all of society's problems. Now you and I, we just have to get together and we just have to discuss what we're going to do to them. It's happening now. Do you see it? I hope you can. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and listen, listen to me, listen. I'm going to play you this audio from Jen Psaki here in just a moment, just a moment. Listen, a Robert E. Lee statue came down today, too. 
And I, every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there on the left and the right, thank goodness he was a traitor. He was a monster. Okay, whatever you feel about the Civil War is fine. I, find, I personally find it very odd how emotionally invested people get in the Civil War because I love the Civil War. I find it to be the most fascinating, horrific, complicated conflict. And I guess probably because I've lived everywhere, I, I don't feel the need to inherently defend anything. I just realize it's a very, very, very complicated affair and horrible affair and hor- horrible affair. So setting all that aside, I'm not taking a side. I'm telling you this. If you're the type of person in your profile picture, you've got four masks and a face shield on your face, and you're standing there with your little kids masked up as you walk outside, do you genuinely believe you would have been a person born in Alabama in 1820 and rebelled against the South? Or would you have done and said and thought Everything the people around you were saying and doing and thinking. My problem is the people who look back and and pretend to have some moral high ground over people who are demonized throughout history. And yet you're the type of person who is a sheep today doing and saying and thinking everything you were told. You're the monster. You're the monster. That's what I'm trying to get across. 877-377-4373, 877-377-4373, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Chris, go ahead and play for everybody. You see Joe Biden's announcing a six-point plan tomorrow to attack the Delta variant. You know, the six-point plan. Well, look, they've decided whose fault this whole thing is, and they're not even really hiding what's coming. There will be new steps the president announces tomorrow, Absolutely. Those new steps influence uh, the average American's day-to-day life. Should we expect any new mitigation recommendations, as an example? It depends on if you're vaccinated or not. You hear it? Did you hear? Did you even hear? Did you even hear? I want you to play it again for me one more time, Chris. Did you even hear not just what she said? Did you hear the way she said it? Does this not? Does this not just drip? One of history's monsters to you and the way they would speak about some lower form of life in their eyes. Well, it depends on if you're vaccinated or not. There will be new steps the president announces tomorrow. Absolutely. And will any of those new steps influence uh, the average American's day-to-day life? Should we expect any new mitigation recommendations as an example? It depends on if you're vaccinated or not. It depends on if you're vaccinated or not, dirty scum. We've decided. Look, we've decided. We've de- we. Everybody's already accepted. We know who's responsible for all of society's problems, right? You're mad about anything right now, whether it's coronavirus or the lockdowns or the jobs or inflation, no matter schools, whatever you're mad about. We have found the culprit. It's those dirty unvaccinated. And they pressed it, and they pressed it, and they pressed it. And then every single part of the system kept pushing it. It just This isn't just the Biden administration. Every part of the system has pushed it. I would venture to say 75% of the right of the pundits and politicians on the right have joined in this, well, you better get vaccinated thing. And I don't care if you get vaccinated 
How in the world can you think that's the thing you should be pushing right now? You should be pushing back against what's happening. You should be pushing freedom. Instead, 75% of the right, I wish my friends would get vaccinated. Useless losers. Don't you see what's happening? Whether you get vaccinated or not, don't you see what they're doing? They're creating this separate lower class of dirtballs. They're going to blame for everything. The only next step is, well, it's the place where we already have entered. The only next step is, how do we punish them? And the answer to that question, remember this, throughout history, because we've been talking a lot about history tonight. The answer throughout history, once the separate lower class who's responsible for everything, once they've been discovered, once they've been identified, once we figure out who these people are, it's not how much should we punish them because there is no limit to that. There's no limit to what the, the, the monster sheep will do to the person they think is ruining their society. But history has proven this to be a, a fact. And don't you dare think Americans are different or this is different or my neighbor is different. Nope, people don't change. The only thing that will stop them is what stops them. There is nothing Jen Psaki or Joe Biden or that local scumbag hospital that's mandating it or, or, or Mark Zuckerberg. There's nothing any of these people will stop at when it comes to punishing the people who are, quote, responsible for the pandemic. They will stop at nothing. The only thing that stops them is someone stopping them. Noncompliance. Non-compliance. No. The answer is no. Okay, take it or you're fired. Fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not quit. I'm going to organize with all of my friends, and we're all going to quit. Oh, I'm sorry. You looks like you have an employee shortage. Want us back now? We either choose to start fighting back, or we continue to march along with this crap And it never ends. And I know people don't like to hear that. They don't. Because deep down, nobody wants to fight, right? Isn't fighting miserable? Fellas, you ever been in a scrap? Was it a good time? I've been in more than my fair share. Won some, lost some. I I don't remember even the ones I won being that great of a time. Sucks. No one enjoys it. You cannot laissez-faire your way out of this. You cannot live and let live your way out of this. You can't mind your own business your way out of this because the people who are tormenting you are not tired of it. They love it. Coronavirus is the greatest thing that has ever happened to them. It has given them more wealth and power and control than they ever could have dreamed of in their lifetime. They never want it to stop. They're going to abuse you from now until the end of time, until the day you stand up and say, no, I'm going to abuse back. You're going to stop because I'm going to make you stop. You know who understands this? You know who understands this? Daggone, I'm proud of them. The Australian truckers. We brought it up briefly. They're just being abused right now in their country. Absolutely abused. You know what they did? They didn't have to fire a shot. Didn't have to do anything violent at all. The truckers collectively got together, organized, and decided, okay, let's play offense. And they stopped all the trucking in Australia. Just pulled them over on the side of the road and stopped. 
boom, empty grocery store shelves. Political panic. That is how you prompt change. I saw a video online today. Parents, mad about schools. Mad about the vaccine requirement. Mad about mask requirements. Mad about this. They didn't just post on Facebook about it. They didn't yell about it. They got together. They organized. And a massive group of them, I don't know how many it was, showed up down at the school. 50 of them, 100 of them, with their kids. School did the best they could to keep them out. Eventually, school officials stepped aside, scared, and let them all come in and go to school. You will take back your country and avoid being demonized and stigmatized the second you're willing to fight for it. And until then, you won't. All right. Time to talk about a naked naked woman on a golf cart in Florida. But first, get some gold. Get gold in your hands. It's too volatile right now. It's too crazy right now. You really don't need me to lay out for you inflation because you feel it when you get gas. You're feeling it when you buy things like meat and poultry. You're feeling it everywhere. And it's not going to stop. They're not even lying to you and telling you it's going to stop. Have something of tangible value in your hands that the government cannot destroy. Gold. Oxford Gold Group has the reputation they have for a reason. Oxford Gold Group. Call them today. They make it so easy. So easy. 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. Tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. They're friends of mine. They will take good care of you. 833-995-GOLD. Oxford Gold Group. I've got an animal inside of me. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. There will be new steps the president announces tomorrow, absolutely. And will any of those new steps influence uh, the average American's day-to-day life? Should we expect any new mitigation recommendations, as an example? It depends on if you're vaccinated or not. Oh, yeah. Depends. Haven't you you heard we've identified these separate lower-class citizens? Oh, we'll, we'll be all over this tomorrow. And, yes, I will take some phone calls tonight. Don't think the rules have changed. Don't think the rules have changed. Get in, make your point, get out. Don't tell me hello. Don't ask how I am. Don't drone on and on. Get right to the point. 877-377-4373. Or you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I have a ton to get to. So I felt like I needed to get to maybe the most important news of the night. The headline is this. Naked woman on golf cart interrupts armed police standoff in Florida. (sighs) Jessica Elizabeth Smith, 28, by the way, not an unattractive 28, I should point out. What? Off of the mugshot. It's all I can tell. Anyway, uh, 28 has been charged with resisting an officer without violence in connection with the incident. The tense and briefly bizarre standoff played out late Sunday and early Monday after sheriff's deputies responded to a call about suspicious teenagers in the area. 
They showed up. The teenagers took off. Uh, one of the suspects actually uh, fired a gun and then took off and then climbed on the roof of a home. So, I mean, look, it was a big old disastrous scene. So SWAT shows up, right? And the sheriffs are all there. And then I, I'm skipping along here. Police were in the middle of the standoff when the nude woman rolled past several marked sheriff's vehicles on the golf cart, according to the arrest affidavit. She was not wearing any clothes at the time. Smith allegedly approached the home, <laughs> so she nodded. She didn't even approach the cops. She approached the house where the guy, there was a hostage situation. Uh, Smith allegedly approached the home and ignored the commands to leave the scene, according to the affidavit. She had nothing to do with the suspect or the standoff. Quote, the defendant had a distinct odor of alcoholic beverage coming from her person and was completely nude, the affidavit said. <laughs> Police say the Boston natives, of course, Boston. I love people from Boston. See, this is why we get along. Police said the Boston natives' actions and, quote, inability to follow directions put multiple deputies at risk for potentially getting shot at. <laughs> okay. All right. I actually have complete sympathy for this woman, or at least some level of sympathy. I do have a couple questions, though. This is why I have some level of sympathy. I'm going to assume, I'm going to make some huge assumptions about this story here. One, let's just assume she lives nearby. Okay, I think we can all assume that. This lady lives nearby when people live in neighborhoods where they cruise around, and lots of times people get golf carts. A lot of people have golf carts where I live, and I would have a golf cart, except, you know, they cost like $10,000, so I'm never getting a golf cart. No, kids, go get on your bicycle. We're fine. But anyway, let's assume she lives nearby. Let's also, I think we can safely assume she probably had a little bit too much sauce that evening. 28 years old, hammer-housed. Well, isn't this just a slightly more advanced version of the drunken apology text or apolo- or or attempt to do good the phone call to your mother when you're hammered late at night that that need you get sometimes when you've had one too many and you feel like intervening i realize this is an extreme example of it i bet you money i'm right though i bet you this woman looked out the window after her sixth shot of tequila on an empty stomach and she's listening to enrique iglesias or whatever women listen to these days and she looks out and sees, I bet I could take care of that hostage situation. I'm going to get the golf cart. And she probably just took off. The fact she wasn't wearing clothing, I mean, it's Florida. Women don't wear clothing in Florida at all anyway. I stand with her. You know what? Let's go ahead and get a bail fund set up for this young lady. Well, what? We're fine. We can do that. I mean, Kamala Harris can do it. <laughs> do you see? Did you see what she did? Kamala Harris, a lot of people will remember this, right after St. George Floyd died. And yeah, I'll get to your phone calls in a second. 877-377-4373. Right after St. George Floyd died, there was a bail fund in Minnesota called the Minnesota Freedom Fund. It was designated to bail people out of jail. Now, what people, you may ask? Well, I mean, anyone. Mostly black people was focused on black people. They just wanted to bail people out of jail. I know right now you're thinking, oh my gosh, that's insane. And it is insane. However, it was a thing that existed. Kamala Harris, she stepped up to the plate and put out the Minnesota Freedom Fund. She put it out there on 
her social media account, raising them money. Well, I have great news for you. The Minnesota Freedom Fund was actually able to secure the release of a Mr. George Howard. Now, I know what you're saying, but Jesse, George Howard, he was in jail for domestic assault charges. Yeah, but you don't understand. We're bailing all the criminals out of jail. Isn't that the right thing to do? Except, of course, George Howard, after being bailed out by Kamala Harris's Minnesota Freedom Fund, just murdered somebody. Now, obviously, we were trying to make kind of light of a really dark situation. But I do think, and we'll get to your phone calls in a second. I do think it is important for us to always, always, always remember these insane policies, like like turning criminals loose from jail. This is something, this is just something the communists in America have just adopted. We're going to turn all the criminals loose. They're doing it all over California. New York City does it all the time. Kamala, it doesn't matter. Turn the criminals loose. Violent criminals, doesn't matter. Just turn them all loose. Turn them all loose. Turn them all loose. In every policy they have, really, no matter what policy it is, people get angry about it and they yell because they say things like, that's destructive. Oh, they're destroying it. This hurts things. I don't understand. I don't understand why Democrats would would open up the border. How, how could bringing more disease into the country, more people to take care of, how could that be considered a good thing? How could they, uh, uh, Joe Biden yesterday said we're going to be all solar powered by 2050, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Ah, uh, but Jesse, that's going to destroy the jobs. It'll destroy every industry. It would wipe out the country. Jesse, how could they do that? How could they do that? Do you want to know how they could do it? I'll tell you in just a second. Jesse Kelly show our number two. We got my buddy Daniel Turner coming on about 30 minutes from now. He has things to say about Joe Biden. I don't know if you saw Joe Biden's climate proposals, climate proposals. Gosh, these freaking people are so stupid. But before I get to your phone calls and I'll get to some emails and whatnot again, 877-377-4373 in the email address is Jesse at Jesse Before I get to any of that. We were talking about Kamala Harris and her Minnesota Freedom Fund and why they're always bailing hardened criminals out of jail. And they always go back and commit more crimes and it never works. And I mean, why do they want the borders open? Why why is everything they do so destructive? Why? Everything is so destructive. Why? Well, let's do a little history lesson, shall we? When Pol Pot and his Khmer Rouge, I'm just going to call it Pol Pot. Understand that when I say Khmer Rouge, those were the communists of Cambodia. All right. They were the communists of Cambodia. And at the time we're talking about right now, they weren't in power yet. There was a, there was a guy in charge. He was real shaky. This is during the seventies. This is Vietnam war time. And Cambodia was used by the North Vietnamese to haul goods down to South Vietnam so they could they could they could don't worry I'm going somewhere with this so they could so they could continue to get supplies and money and food and everything to the Viet Cong rebels in the south well the north vietnamese would use cambodia it's called the ho chi minh trail everyone's heard of it 
and Cambodia was one of the places it was used for it. America became aware of this. America wanted to put a stop to all these supplies flowing south. Remember, remember when it comes to warfare, as the great general once said, amateurs study tactics, professionals study logistics. We wanted to stop them from eating. We decided we wanted to do something about it. So what did we do? We started bombing and mining Cambodia. We would drop mines all through these trails, and we were bombing them. We were just bombing them from the plains, just bombing them to smithereens. Well, this is wiping out Cambodians. We killed tons of them, tons of them. And I'm not, not doing some historical judgment here, but we were killing tons of them. And then something happened. Something happened, and America decided, <clears throat> hey, war is going to be over. We're going to back off of this. And Pol Pot, who was a Cambodian, right, and was trying to take over Cambodia, him and his communists, he was horrified. Horrified at the thought of American bombs not dropping anymore? What? What sense does that make? What do you mean? Why in the world? He's Cambodian. He Wait a minute. He wants American bombs to kill Cambodians? And he's worried about the bomb stopping? Jesse, that doesn't make any sense. That's because you still don't understand the communists. Destruction is the only way for a despicable religion like communism to ever come into power. And they've always known this. Destruction is the idea. He needed American bombs killing civilians, making people mad and desperate to continue to swell his ranks so he could get enough dudes on his side to take over the country. Destruction for the communist is the goal. Pointing out the destructive nature of the communist policies to the communist himself, as I've said before, is like telling a chef how delicious the meal was. He knows. That's the idea. He's trying to destroy. They want to make you desperate and afraid. Even now, even right now, as you look at this disaster and inflation and you can't afford gas and the schools and you're mad and you're, this is so much destruction. Yeah, they're loving it. That's the idea. Destruction is always the goal. Remember that. All right. As you know, I will not only hang up, I'll suspend all calls again for days on end. I've done it before on the show. For you new listeners here on the Jesse Kelly Show, we don't really believe in phone calls. I really just try to focus on myself. And we have a different protocol for phone calls here. So I'm going to lay this out again for all the new listeners out there. Do not say hello to me. Do not ask me how I am. Don't tell me you love the show unless you're just going to run with it and run into your point. When I go to you, there's not a single person across the United States of America who wants to hear us small talk. Small talk is brutal anyway. When I go, get to your point and get there now. If the line goes dead, it's not your self-coverage. I promise. It's because I hung up on you. Knowing that, Jerry in Atlanta, go. Jesse. The three most dangerous words in the English language are always, never, and forever. America will always be here. That'll never happen here. Those Marxists can't go on forever. And wrong thinking and mindset. And as you like to always say, when it comes to thinking, 
it's time for people to start getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Outstanding phone call. He's so right. He's so right. Well, look, and, and this is human nature to do this, what, what Jerry just talked about, always and never and forever. It's human nature to, to puff yourself in your country, in your society, in your town. In your, in your, it's, it's, it's normal. It's human nature to puff yourself up and think to yourself, we are above that. We would never, that would never happen here. I mean, we're civilized. What are you kidding me? We're civilized. And people will come up with a thousand different reasons. But really all you're doing, you're trying to give yourself that comforting little blankie you used to have when you were a kid. Oh, it won't ever happen here. I'm sure it'll never happen here. It can all happen here and faster than you think. Mark in Idaho, go. So I was trapped in the sewer known as Las Vegas for the better part of a year working on a large project down there. Um, three three statements of noncompliance that I personally exhibited. One of the gas stations, I nearly got into a brawl with the entire population residing in the gas station, between six and seven people who were just all berating me to wear a mask, and I just told them it's not happening. That was first example. Second example, I made Walmart management stand down and allow me to continue shopping without the mask. Um, was having none of it. And after about 15 minutes, they let me be. Third example, some clerk wouldn't check me out. I had like a bottle of water, some $2 item. She wasn't going to check me out. She was just being a total something or other. So I threw a five on the counter and walked out with my water. I am not playing. I gave up playing pretend when I was about 12 years old. I'm not interested. Look, you're going to have to decide what you're comfortable with. I was trying to drive it home earlier, and I really, really need you to hear me on this. These people, listen listen again to Jen Psaki. Listen again. These people, they're never going to get to a place where they say to themselves, where they look at each other and say to themselves, oh, don't you think we've punished the unvaccinated too much? They don't think like that. There will be new steps the president announces tomorrow, absolutely. And will any of those new steps influence uh, the average American's day-to-day life? Should we expect any new mitigation recommendations, as an example? It depends on if you're vaccinated or not. It depends on if you're vaccinated or not, peasants. It depends on if you're vaccinated or not. Look, we'll decide if you've done enough of the things they've decided that are right to, to, to go along and allow me to speak to my vaccinated folks, of which I'm sure there are many. As you know, there's no judgment here. I don't care what you do with your health. I've told you before, uh, I did not get vaccinated. I'll actually elaborate that on a sec- in, in just a second. I didn't get vaccinated. I have no intention of getting vaccinated. But I also do not judge even a little bit anybody who did. I have several friends and family members who did. It doesn't, it doesn't, whatever you did with your health doesn't matter. That's not the fight I'm talking about. This is not about vaccinated versus unvaccinated. That's not what I'm talking about. I'll explain what I'm talking about in just a second. But let's talk about my pillow first. I told you to do this yesterday. I'm thrilled. Thank you for all the emails and everybody who enjoyed the deal. I'm telling you it again. There is the sale of the year going on at my pillow with their glorious Giza Dream Sheets. Giza is the world's best cotton. It's so soft and breathable. They just last for so long. 
Well, for a limited time only, and I need to stress that, limited time only, they're half off. When my pillow says it's the sale of the year, they believe that they mean that. Half off. But you have to go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use the code Jesse. MyPillow.com, radio listener specials, or use the code Jesse. Or maybe you're driving, just call. 800-845-0544. Use the promo code Jesse. Go get two sets. I did. Jesse Kelly returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly show, and they're never going to stop or back off. They're never going to. It's never happened. I'm looking at a headline right here. This is this is what this thing has done to people. And reminder, I have Daniel Turner with Power of the Future coming on in about 10 minutes. Joe Biden made a bunch of climate announcements, which is in and of itself hilarious, and he's going to talk to us about those, but... I have a headline right here. Teacher accused of taping a face mask on a humiliated nine-year-old student. He was very upset. He was crying. He was manipulated. This apparently occurred at Reedham Elementary School in Mountain's Edge. Try to wrap your mind around this. A teacher so weaponized against anybody who she thinks is being unsafe when it comes to coronavirus, and I'll get to the vax stuff in just a second, so weaponized against those people, she actually taped somebody's mask to his face, and here's the craziest part about it. Here's what's nuts. Thought she was the good guy. Thought she was the good guy. That is where we are. And I I brought this up beforehand. Now, As you know, I'm not vaccinated. I am not getting vaccinated. Just not. It's not something I'm going to do. Allow me to explain. That's not me judging anyone who is. I'm really, I really do. I'm not. I don't care. It's your, your body, your choice. I don't care. I didn't get vaccinated because I stepped back. I spent quite a while looking at coronavirus, not panic porn headline, headlines, real data, who's in trouble, who's not, who's dying. I am a relatively healthy 40-year-old male. I have a year and a half of data that that says I am not at any significant risk for coronavirus. In fact, I now know that I've already had it, and I'm fine. But still, setting that aside, I made that choice based on that. A healthy 40-year-old male. I don't have lung problems. I'm not obese. I'm not in none of these things. So I'm not putting a vaccine into my body especially one that apparently needs a bunch of booster shots after 15 minutes. And I'm just, I'm not doing that. I'll I'll sit back and wait. I shouldn't say never. Maybe one day I will. It's just something I've chosen not to get. But that's no judgment on you who've gotten it. Don't care. My problem we have right now is this. It's American society. Probably not you personally, but it's American society. It's certainly the presidency entertainers, corporations, universities. The universities have been dreadful about this. 
deciding the people who didn't get vaccinated, the people who made a different health care choice, those people, they're responsible for all of society's problems. They're responsible for the pandemic, and we need to punish them. That's my problem. If you don't fall in that category, we're good. If you are, however, the type of person sitting at home saying to yourself, everyone needs to get vaccinated, and if they don't, uh, I don't think they should fly, you're the bad guy. You don't know it, but you're the bad guy. You are. You are one of the people who would have been a monster if you were placed in any other time in human history. Quote, this is from Brian Stelter, CNN. An unvaccinated minority that doesn't watch the news or trust the news is putting the vaccinated majority at undue risk. There's no way around that reality. Do you hear how they talk? You dirty minorities. Look at what they're comfortable saying now. You you filthy minorities. You're Look, we are the majority. You're the minorities. We'll do whatever we want to you. And I'll ask again. For the 10,000th time, why are people who are vaccinated showing even the tiniest amount of concern about people who aren't vaccinated? You got the vaccine. I'm assuming you got the vaccine. That Maybe this is a stupid assumption. Maybe it's, maybe it's a dumb assumption on my part. I'm assuming you got the vaccine because you believed the vaccine would protect you from coronavirus, right? I mean, I do have that, right? So if you believe you're now protected from coronavirus, how are the unvaccinated affecting you at all? Anyone? Am I missing something? Well, maybe I am. 877-377-4373. Tell me, am I missing something? What am I missing? Jesse, COVID was manufactured in Wuhan and paid for by the Dems to destroy Trump and get him out of office. It's as simple as that. Remember, the communists don't care about you or me, so millions of dead Americans as collateral damage is no big deal to the Stalin wannabes. I, look, I, I, don't, know, I don't know about any of this created with the intention of getting Trump. I, I don't know anything about that, but I do know, obvious, I mean, this is painfully obvious to everybody who isn't a, a card-carrying sheep. Coronavirus was here for about 15 minutes, and the left realized, oh man, we can use this. Oh, this might end up being really good for us because sitting presidents get reelected. Sitting presidents get reelected. That's the general rule. And when you have a good economy, you always get reelected. Even somebody as bombastic and wild as Trump, you always get reelected. Democrats understood full well we had better do something to destroy this economy or Trump's going to get reelected. Think about how, think about how crazy this is. You have governors like Cuomo and Newsom and, and uh, what's that jerk in New Jersey, Murphy, and all these guys who intentionally, how sick are these people? They intentionally ruined the economies in their own states, and they did so for power. Now, we talked about this briefly yesterday. I don't expect my politicians to be these really, really kind souls sitting up there thinking about others. I understand they're all a bunch of sociopaths, that there's not a real care inside of really any of them for the people they represent. I get that. But how deep down the monster hole do you have to go 
when you just decide, I'm going to hurt the people I represent, and I'm going to hurt them on purpose so I can have even more power. Do you think, very curious about this, 877-377-4373 or jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Be honest. Try to be as, as non-biased as you can. Do you think Do you think any of them have even a moment, not a big moment and certainly not a moment in public, do you think any of them have a moment where they look in the mirror or they're sitting on the couch at night? Maybe you got a glass of bourbon, a cup of tea in your hand. Do you think any of these people, any of these monsters have a moment where they think to themselves, oh man, I turned out to be a really bad person. Do you think they ever have these moments? I, I'm not sure that they do. I guess it's probably wishful thinking that they do. I know I've done so many bad things in my life, and I've had so many periods of time in my life where I was consistently doing terrible things, things people shouldn't be doing. And I would have those moments, though. I would have those moments where, you know, it's at night. Maybe you're, maybe you're just laying down. Maybe you had one too many beers, and I would say to myself, okay, maybe, maybe you're not a very good person right now. Maybe you should make some adjustments. I don't know. All right. The great Daniel Turner with Power of the Future is going to be joining us next. Daniel Turner, he pays very close attention. He pays very close attention to Joe Biden and climate policies. He's all over it. He joins us in a second. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and we heard Joe Biden a little earlier this week talking about, well, I mean, he had some nonsense about 2020. He, of course, lost control of his words. But the one of the big takeaways from his stupid climate change stuff was we're going to be all solar-powered by 2050. Joining me now, my buddy Daniel Turner with Power of the Future. Daniel, is this feasible? Oh, Jesse, it is not feasible technologically economically just think of the amount of land that would have to be confiscated for this solar panel revolution we're talking millions of acres we got a secretary of interior who will not allow oil and gas leases to happen nationwide so you can't drill and you know drill rigs are normally on quarter acre fields you can't drill because land is sacred but your average solar farm is around 100,000 acres. So where the heck are we getting the land for this? So this is not feasible on any level, but it's a great talking point, and it's all about control. What, what control? What, what, like, what is, what is specifically it aid Joe Biden to yeah. constantly be pushing insane? And I'm just using Joe Biden because they all do. He's no different than the rest of them. Pelosi, AOC. What does it aid them specifically? Tell me, Dan. Explain yeah, and, it to and, me. And you really are the leader on this, and I think you deserve an awful lot of credit for it. When you, you on, on Anyone who follows you on social knows how you always talk about the communist is the same regardless of whatever the cause is. It is all about control. There is a real thing called COVID envy. If you are in any other institution, you look at what they did with COVID and you say, how the heck do we get people to shut down their churches? How do we get people to stay indoors, to curb their diet, to not go visit grandma, right? We scare the crap out of them with COVID. Well, now the newest threat is climate change. The assistant secretary, the deputy secretary of defense today put out a statement saying how 
uh, climate change is the biggest military threat we face. This is the same DOD that has hundreds of Americans stranded, got 13 of your fellow Marines killed in battle. Uh, we have General Milley who's worried about white rage. And you say, maybe if we focused away from white rage and climate change and on who the real enemies are, we would win an actual damn war every now and then. So climate envy, uh, COVID envy is real. If you are in the climate change space, you have wanted people to change their diet, their travel, their lifestyles, because it gives you control over them. As you say, Jesse, communists are always the same. And boy, are the green people so jealous the COVID people did what they wanted to do for years. Daniel, a lot of people have been saying, and to be honest with you, I've probably uttered these words at some point myself, that once COVID is finally done, not that they're tired of it, but once there's enough pushback and they feel like they have to let the thing lie, there's a season for everything, that they're going to move right on and try to use a lot of the same things they use for COVID for climate climate change like you just bought up. I am skeptical whether or not they'll be able to pull that off because people have been lied to for so long about about climate change, I don't think they'll buy into it. Am I being naive? No, and that's where I hope the American people embrace their freedom and, and their will to live as a free people. I mean, just look at this last weekend in college football, right? Look at the amount of young people. And, and we know college kids tend to skew to the left. Look at the amount of young people who were just out in force saying, we are tired of the lockdowns. We're tired of, of being denied the right to go to class. We're tired of fun. And so if they're going to try to push this in a climate space, they need to come up with a lot more data, the same problem the COVID people have, they need to come up with a lot more data and evidence that it's actually real. The, the green threat has been on us since I was in high school, and I'm 46, Jesse. Since I was in high school, we've been talking about how the world is going to end. Remember, the UN published a report in 1989 that said the Maldives would be underwater in the year 2000. The Maldives, Jesse. I think the, the royal family, Kate and William had their honeymoon there a couple of years ago. The Maldives will be underwater by the year 2000. Well, the Maldives are still there, right? So the, all of their data is all falsified. It's all a bunch of fear. And it makes you question, what is the larger agenda here? It's not about the earth. It's not about climate change. Ah, it is about control. And whether you're AOC or Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders, in your heart of hearts, you are a communist. And communists have to control people. It's just their nature. And that's why we have to fight them till we're dead. Okay, so explain this to me then, Daniel, because I, I obviously I, I know what Joe Biden and AOC and all these dirty scumbag communists think and how they think. I get that. However, there's so much of the scientific community out there, and I mean previously really, really well thought of scientific community that has gone all in on this, and this is what confuses people. They don't get it. I mean, they'll see some new horrific climate change study from NASA, and they'll say to themselves, wait, what? What, what, what is this? Yeah. Why? What is that phenomenon? Explain it to me. Well, again, and, and, and it's a perfect analogy of what's happening in COVID. If you are an epidemiologist at the university of insert name here, you get a $2 million grant to study the viruses. That's what you do. Who controls your grant? 
Dr. Fauci. Are you going to come out and say, well, I think Dr. Fauci may be wrong? No, because he writes your grant. So what do they do? They shut up and they quietly text people like you and Glenn Greenwald and Tucker Carlson. And they say, here are some facts, but you can't quote me on it because I don't want to use I don't want to lose my grant. The, the climate space is exactly the same. The people that control the pot of money, this is their livelihood. If you're a climatologist at the University of Washington, you don't have a real job. You don't produce anything. You don't contribute to society. You sit in a room and think lofty thoughts, and someone has to fund that. And the people who are funding that are telling you, here is what your evidence will result in. Here are the data you need to conclude, and then we will renew your grant. And they say, yeah, sure, I'd rather have, a, I'd rather have the money. Right. It's all about money. It's all a paper trail. Okay, then explain to me this. Where do we go for real science then, Daniel? Because I I agree with everything you just said. It echoes something I've said on the show. But where do we go then? Because I actually am not anti-science. I'm anti-whatever this modern crap is. I'm not anti-medicine. I'm anti-this insanity we're pushing today. Is there some place we can go for just real, legit information? Or is that that naive pie-in-the-sky stuff? No, I don't think it's naive. But again, one of the things that you say often on social media is if we ever got a president who dismantled some of these institutions, that's the only way we're going to get real change. And that's what needs to happen. We need to start separating money pots from political pots. Look, you have elected representatives who give money through 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 legislation to groups who then put out studies, who then raise money, who elect elected officials, who give money to groups that put out studies that elect officials, and it's a vicious circle, on and on and on. What we need is huge institutional reform. There is no reason why there is this much money controlled by people who have vested interests in the money. Case in point, Jesse, our president two weeks ago asked OPEC to produce more oil. He is holding American oil and gas leases hostages. He has said we are not going to have any more leases, but we do need more oil. So let's ask the Russians, the Iranians, the Saudis, the Venezuelans, let's ask them to produce more oil. So clearly oil is not the problem. Climate is not the problem. So then why, why are you punishing American? Well, there's, there's got to be some other vested interest. And what kind of cracks me up about his OPEC statement, which got little coverage, what are the Iranians going to do when they pump out more money? Are they going to send women to school? Right? What are the Saudis going to do when they pump out more oil? Are they going to you know, allow homosexuals to marry, or are they going to continue to throw them off the roofs of buildings? Right? So we're asking these evil, rogue, barbaric nations to produce more oil. But if you're in the Permian Basin, if you're in Midland, Texas right now, nope, you're being held hostage by the Biden administration. It's just an absolute disaster. The institutional change that has to happen is monumental, but we have to fight for it. Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. Go read all of his stuff. I do. He's a close friend of mine. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate you. Love you, Jesse. Thank you. Think of the terror you would feel if you were driving home at night and your car was swarmed, you're there with your wife, you're there with your husband, and they got the door open and they started dragging the spouse you love out of the car. What does that feel like in that moment? What kind of, can you even think straight at all? What kind of horror is going through your mind? That happened 
Husband and wife swarmed. They were dragging him out of the car. And the only reason they are still alive and well and happy and married to this day is the husband had bought a Hero 2020 non-lethal weapon, managed to get his hands on it on the way out of the vehicle, and shot his attacker twice with it. Unleash this brutal chemical pepper irritant. The stuff is just horrific. The guys had to back off. Husband back in the car. Wife, husband, home safe. Go get one. I own one. 2020.com. The code is Kelly. Hero 2020. The code is Kelly. State law restrictions may apply. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Did you see we have, whoa, this is some intense news out there. I thought previously, you know how hard I am on Republicans, right? Remember, I'm an anti-communist. I'm not part of the Republican Party. I find them to be mostly gutless and spineless and useless. But every now and then, they drop the hammer. And it makes me think, wow, I should I should get back involved. Look at this headline. Do you see this? Exclusive Senate Republicans demand hearings and sworn testimony from Lloyd Austin and Mark Milley. I bet they are shaking in their boots now. I bet Lloyd Austin and Mark Milley, I bet they are lawyering up. They They might be making their last will and testament as we speak. Republicans are calling for hearings? Oh, I mean, I'm old enough to remember the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the federal law enforcement arm under then President Barack Obama. And none of this is radio talk, but this is all factual. This is all confirmed under then President Barack Obama intentionally falsifying information so they could get a warrant from the FISA court to spy on not only an American citizen, to spy on the political opponents of the president. And guess what else? When all this information finally came to light, I was told repeatedly from Lindsey Graham and everyone else underneath the sun that there would be hearings, we will be called to account, there, there would, someone's head is going to roll for all this. And you know who's been held accountable for the federal law enforcement arm becoming a weapon of the Democratic Party, perhaps the most dangerous development in the United States of America? You know what the accountability was? One FBI lawyer got probation. I don't mean to be cynical. I certainly don't want to bring anybody down here, but you're going to have to excuse me if I'm not quaking in my shoes on behalf of Austin and Millie because they're going to have hearings. You know what? Do you know what these hearings are? You know what they are? They're fundraisers. They're fundraisers for Republicans. And I'll be frank with you. Just look, just you and me talking. I've fallen for it a million times in my life. I fell for it hook, line, and sinker with Kavanaugh. Didn't you? You probably did too. When Kavanaugh's name was getting run through the mud by that lion harpy Christine Blasey Ford and all the other liars out there. 
And all these Republicans were finally stepping up, Lindsey Graham and the rest of them, and they're railing against it in there, and they're, they're, they're just firing brimstone, right? And I found myself, I'll be honest, I'm a human being, I found myself sitting back going, woohoo, go get her, guys. Finally, that's what, I, that's what I'm talking about, some guts. And in the end, you know what it was all about? It was all about sending out an email to Ma and Pa, did you see Lindsey Graham fighting for you? Send $50 today to Lindsey Graham for Senate. His re-election campaign's right around the corner, and the Democrats are trying to stop him. We've attached this little video of Lindsey Graham. He's going after him. Stop telling me how much you care. Stop telling me how mad you are. I don't want to hear about hearings. If Lloyd Austin and Mark Milley... And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and all the rest of them, if they engineered the worst foreign policy disaster in half a century, and they did, and they knowingly left American citizens behind in hostile territory, and they did, and they knowingly armed the people we fought for 20 years, and they are, and they're currently entering into diplomatic relations with the same people we fought for 20 years, and they are, that is a weapons-grade scandal, and I want to know who's going to jail. It's not as if it's not as if anyone in this administration has stepped up. I mean, even one person and said, "Oh, gee, I think I maybe screwed that up." On these charter flights that the Taliban is holding up in Afghanistan, the Secretary of State said there are limits to what we can do without personnel on the ground. Yeah, you just said we are not on the ground. You're right. Whose fault is that? I don't think this is about fault here. It's not about fault here. Isn't it wild to think about? Isn't it crazy? I'll get back to your phone calls in a minute and some emails and whatnot. 877-377-4373 or jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Isn't it so crazy? The worst foreign policy disaster in a half a century. Not one person has resigned. Not one person has publicly even acknowledged. Ooh, you know, I probably I probably could have done that with a little bit better. <laughs> nobody. Nobody. We got 13 of our warriors incinerated by an ISIS suicide bomber. Not one person in this administration, not Austin, not Millie, nobody. Nobody stepped up and said, "Ooh." You know, I guess I guess leaving Bagram before we had our civilians out turned out to be a bad idea, and you know what? That's on me. Not one person has stepped up and said that. Not one. Crazy. Crazy times in this country. Let's get to some emails. Jesse, $65 billion of military equipment and weaponry left behind in Afghanistan. I need to hear your outrage. The right, the right summon or organization needs to bring a lawsuit against Joe Biden, the State Department, and the DOD and the Joint Chiefs. Wouldn't you agree? Well, get to it, brother. Let me clarify something here, and I want to make sure this comes across the right way, so I'm going to do it in my own way and just come right out and say it. I, because of what I do, not that what I do is important, but because it's a lot of people listen and a lot of people watch the TV show, my TV show is on the first every single night, 9 p.m. Eastern, I end up getting contacted by a million different people a day. All your emails, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, they all go right to Chris. He prints them all out for me. I read every one of them. So I get all these emails. I get all these messages online. I I get them all. Do you have any idea how many people a day send me 
an idea for doing something that they've come up with and they want me to do it. And they're all good, right? There are, not, it's not like I'm putting down the idea. You do it. You have to go do it. No one else, no one else is going to take your idea and do it the way you want it done. If you want an idea, you want to sue these guys, and I support you all the way. Take these people through court. Go sue them. But you do it. All right, we'll get to your phone calls. We'll get to Larry Elder in California and racism. Are they racist against Larry Elder? Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Oh, we've got some we've got some cable news news. In hindsight, I wish I had I gotta be honest, I wish I had said that sentence in a different way. But I don't I don't think ahead. I don't plan things out. So sometimes sentences come out weird. I can't do anything about that. Can't do anything about that. But we do have some cable news news. I'm also just run with it now. I'll get to that. Well, you know what? I'm going to get to that right now before I get to any calls or emails. 877-377-4373. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Cable news. Chris Hayes. Joy Reed. Joy Ann Reed. Their ratings are in free fall. These are MSNBC hosts. I'm looking at CNN's ratings. CNN's ratings are in freefall. I am not a naive person. I understand I'm speaking to my audience. So when I say CNN and MSNBC, their ratings are in freefall, virtually every single person hearing the sound of my voice is going, woohoo, screw them. And you're not wrong. I'm not going to talk you out of that. You're not wrong. You're right. Screw them. But let's talk for a minute about why that happened. Donald Trump came at a, came along at an interesting time. At an interesting time. You know what? Let's let's pause for a moment. Football. You, if you if you're not a football fan, that's fine. I don't watch the NFL anymore because of the Black Lives Matter crap. But I watch some college football, and I love football. But you know what football is? Football is one of those sports where obviously it's a big team game. You know, twenty two guys on the field at a time. It's a team game. All parts are working together. But the quarterback is so critically important. I, I, I read some guy one time, I'm not going to be able to cite him because I didn't check it out before the show, where he went down a list of like the great quarterbacks who ever played, and not, not the quarterback themselves, but how much money he estimated they made the people around them. Uh, that wide receiver, he looks a lot better when the ball's in the perfect place at the perfect time every time. That head coach... Boy, he looks pretty savvy. I, 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 this is no insult on Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick's a stinking genius. I wish he, wish he coached, coached my team. But how many titles does Bill Belichick have without Tom Brady throwing the ball? The quarterback makes everybody look smarter, look better. The offensive coordinator, everybody. Donald Trump was that for the media. Because when Donald Trump came along, remember, he came along in 2016, and this is not a pro-Trump thing, actually. I know it's going to sound pro-Trump, but when Donald Trump came along in 2016, that's when social media 
had really hit its overdrive mark. It's not like it was just invented in 2016, but there, there's a new website every day now. There's TikTok and Snapchat and Instagram and there's YouTube and Facebook. and there, There's a thousand different options out there for you to consume audio and visual entertainment. A thousand different options. You're not, you're not limited to anything now. Whatever you're in the mood for, it's out there, and there are different ways to do it. That's great news for you, the consumer. It's great news for me, the consumer. It's bad news if you're in one of the traditional, and I realize I'm sitting here talking to you on one of the traditional, if you're in one of the traditional outlets where people get their media, radio, TV, the traditional ways. Why is it bad news? Because if I'm competing against four other people, that's one thing. If I'm competing against 400, I might be out of a job. Donald Trump came along at a time when cable news, television news, was getting ready to absolutely nosedive. It was getting ready to free fall because there were so many other options. But then, oh my goodness, we drafted Tom Brady. Along comes Donald Trump. What did he start running? I think it was 2014. Along comes Tom Brady, and he is, love him or hate him, the most interesting person to come along in politics in, gosh, my lifetime? Is there somebody more interesting coming along that that has been? Nobody more interesting than Donald Trump. Nobody. Whether you hate him or love him, you can't take your eyeballs off him. When he speaks, you watch. Donald Trump was ratings gold. And here's what happened. Donald Trump came. And all these cable news hosts, Joy Reid and Don Lemon and Chris Hayes and all these cable news hosts, because they're card-carrying communists, they're used to simply carrying the communist line. And so what they did was they raged against everything Donald Trump did for four years. Every single thing was the end of the world. And it's like Nazi Germany and we're all going to die. You remember the -the over-the-top teenage girl stuff. It was unbearable. But they didn't realize something, and there's something something people have to realize when it comes to my business. You're interesting or you're not. And there can be periods of time when the half interesting can really, really make it, can really, really pull some good ratings. Look, if you're – Barack Obama was a great example. Barack Obama made a ton of people on the right – A lot of money in radio and TV because Barack Obama sucked so bad and you couldn't take your eyes off him and people were so mad about it. So they tune into the radio. What are they raging about? I wasn't in the media back then, but what are they raging about? I'm tuning in. Joe Biden is doing the same thing for the right. But Donald Trump did that in an extreme way for the left, where you had so many of these criminally boring people like Joy Ann Reed and Chris Hayes and Don Lemon. Don Lemon is so dumb. Don Lemon couldn't get a decent job anywhere else doing anything else if he wasn't a news host on CNN. He's just a moron, just not a talented human being. And yet they spent four years convincing themselves those ratings they were getting. It was because of them. It's because I'm so interesting. I used to say this. While Donald Trump was president, and I would tell people on the left and the right this, and I still tell them the same thing, and I mean it. If you can't do uh, whatever your radio show is, two hours, three hours, or your one-hour TV show, if you can't do your show without mentioning Donald Trump's name, you ain't going to make it. Oh, you may be around for a couple years, but you ain't going to make it.
you better be interesting without relying on the guy who's more interesting. That's what you're seeing all across cable news. Donald Trump held them up, falsely held them up, created his own media bubble for four years because he was so unbelievably interesting. And now it's bursting. These ratings, the ratings that are out there are staggering, absolutely staggering. And as you know, uh, this is not a charity, right? People people do radio, people do TV, people do anything you see on television, whether it's America's Idol or American Idol or, or you know this or football. It's all about money. You know, that's why people are doing it. It's not a charity. You need advertisers. Your advertisers, they're going to pay money to advertise on your show. If nobody watches your show, nobody listens to your show, then nobody uses that advertiser's product because nobody's watching the show. The advertiser moves on. What I'm trying to explain to you is not not the downfall of cable news because it will always be around. You're about to see a big, and I'm not sure what it's going to look like. I have an idea. You're about to see a big shift in how everyone consumes the news. How everyone consumes the news. And this is going to be a generational thing. So what will happen is you'll have older folks. Uh, to be to be honest with you, myself included. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm not even. I understand I'm not that old. But you're going to have older folks who grew up with. I mean, there's TV and radio. That's how I grew up. That's how they. That's how they still consume their news. New guy Michael is what? You're 12 to 25. You're 25. When's the last time he's 23? When's the last time you watch cable news at night? He just told me he couldn't tell me. You see what I mean? People don't consume the news that way anymore. We're about to see a whole shift. All right, I'll take some phone calls. 877-377-4373. I'll answer some emails to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. How long have we talked about being more purposeful with where we spend our money, though? Where are you dumping your money for your family's wireless bill? Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile? You understand Pure Talk is out there, right? Pure Talk, owned by a Vietnam veteran. Pure Talk, saving families on average over $800 a year over those other big ones. Oh, and by the way, you're not sacrificing phone service. They're on the exact same network as the big guys. And switching is easy. Keep your phone. Keep your number. Or if you want a brand new fancy iPhone or fancy Android, they have that too with absurd discounts on it. Oh, did I mention their customer service? It's here in America. When you call, you talk to an American. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from Pure Talk. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We'll get to this Larry Elder. And is this lady who threw an egg at him in a gorilla mask, is she racist? I don't think she is. Well, let's get to some phone calls and some emails here. All right. Johnny, you know the rules. Go. 
Yes, my 11-year-old daughter is about to turn 12, and the school is mandating that she get the vaccine. I'm wondering what I should do about it, and I'm hoping that if it's my child, I can have the choice of which vaccine she receives, which I would prefer her to get the Johnson & Johnson old-fashioned formula. Uh, all right, Johnny, it's a great call, and I've had this question a lot from people. My kid's school is requiring the vaccine. My work is requiring the vaccine. There's a mandate. There's a mandate. There's a mandate. If you're one, I'm never going to tell anybody to lose their livelihood. It's not my job. I, I wouldn't do that to you because I've been out of work, and it's really, 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 really hard when you're out of work. So let's set that aside for a minute. If your kid's school is requiring your kid to get the vaccine, there is absolutely nothing you can do about it if you're by yourself. But you're not by yourself. I don't care what area you're in. There are parents everywhere who do not feel their child is in danger from coronavirus. They do not want their child getting a vaccine. You have other parents in your school. If you don't know the other parents in your school, and I'm sure you don't because you're a dude, I guarantee your wife does or whoever your the mother does. I guarantee. My wife knows everybody in the Dagon school. I don't know a single person. You must organize with the other parents the safety we have in the future in all things, in all things, not just coronavirus, the safety we have, it's in numbers. We are the majority. Now, and that may be not unvaccinated people per se, but people who think like you think, like I think. We are the majority. We have never used those numbers, ever. We've never used them effectively. We can now. You want this not to happen? Do what I just saw a video of today. Get 50, 100 parents down there at that school. Show up with your kids on the day school's open. Walk on in. The numbers are your friend. You by yourself, the system will chew you up and spit you out. Numbers, the system has to take notice. Oz, gosh, that's a cool name. Oz in Denver, go. Oz, you're fired. Steven, Pennsylvania, go. Jesse? Go ahead, brother. I have a simple question, and I'll try and make it as succinct as possible. Um, I am a cancer survivor. My wife was not as fortunate. I'm trying to keep my promise to her. I'm going to move to southwest Florida. I'm looking for a place where I can work as a dive instructor again, but in a community that is not socialist, communist, nut jobs. If you or any of your audience have suggestions, I'd appreciate them immensely. Okay. All right, Stephen, just hang on one second here. Hear me out, Jesse Kelly Show listeners. I don't know the answer to this question. I promise a bunch of people in this audience, this show is all over Florida, I promise a bunch of people do. We have Stephen here, lost his wife to cancer, survived it himself. He wants to live, work, and worship around people who think like he does. Email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. That's jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Stephen, I will come on the air. I already hung up on him, by the way. But, Stephen, I will come on the air tomorrow, and I will give you the suggestions I get. I guarantee you, guarantee you, these people, they'll come through. One more. Will, go. 
Yes, thank you. Sorry, Will. You missed the window there. Will had a question about Nancy Pelosi. Go ahead. Did you, Michael, go ahead play this cut of Nancy Pelosi. Just, just play this tonight. This is never easy. That's not always uh, complete right from the start. Uh, but it was remarkable, even though it got off to a, a, a hazy start. That's Nancy Pelosi talking about the withdrawal of Afghanistan. Not one person has resigned Not one person, not one, has apologized publicly. Isn't it wild? What a a crazy society we live in. All right, let's get to the the news I've been talking about for a little while here. Larry Elder. In case you don't know, there's a huge recall going on in California right now. Basically, the Californians, the left and the right, got so mad at what a useless piece of crap Gavin Newsom is, they decided they were going to recall him. It's ongoing as we speak. There's all kinds of voting by mail. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm making the same face you're making right now. There's all this voting by mail, already some really, really shady looking stuff. Set that all aside. The main opponent of his, and there's a bunch of opponents. I don't want to act like Larry Elder is the only one running. There's a bunch of people running. But the guy who has emerged as the main opponent against Gavin Newsom is Larry Elder. I realize we have tons and tons and tons of listeners in Southern California. So obviously, you you don't need any introduction to Larry Elder. Larry Elder has been a radio host out there for years. Real libertarian type. Good dude. Really, really good dude by all accounts. And I would tell you if I, if I had heard something different. By all accounts, really good dude. Larry Elder has a chance. Do I think Larry Elder is going to win? I don't know. I mean, the mail and stuff makes me nervous. It's still California. I, mean, I I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Remember, there are still huge portions of this population. They love coronavirus restrictions, and they'll only vote for more of them. I know that's nuts to, to, to some people's ears. That's the truth. So is Larry Elder going to win? I don't know. But something just happened, and it happened during the show or right before the show began. This just happened. Larry Elder was walking in California, walking with a big group of people, doing one of those politician things down the street. You know, the cameras are out. They're walking around. And some insane communist white woman in a gorilla mask ran up to Larry Elder and chucked an egg at him. Now, because she's a woman, she missed. Ha, <laughs> quit. We can make jokes. Because she's a woman, she missed. But people are up in arms about it. A lot of people on the right, virtually everyone on the right, what are they saying right now? Look at that gorilla masks. Oh, she's a racist. I told you the left were the real racists. The left are racist. Didn't you hear the racist? This lady's a racist. Race, 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 race. This lady's racist. The left are the real racists. No, she's not. No, they're not. Did she wear a gorilla mask? To try to hurt Larry Elder because he's a black dude? Probably. Oh, probably. That doesn't make her a racist. It just means she's doing what communists have always done. The communist in his heart of hearts really doesn't care about race. Doesn't care about any of that. That, that stuff doesn't matter to him. Doesn't care about women or gay people or any of the other things communists always use in this country. You know what the communist cares about? You know why she put on a gorilla mask and threw an egg at Larry Elder? I'll tell you why. 
in just a second. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We'll get back to your emails and whatnot here in just a moment. But Larry Elder, communist lady, white lady in California, comes up. She's wearing a gorilla mask, chucks an egg at him. And he's a black dude, so that whole gorilla thing is going to bring out you know emotions in people because of the history there. And people on the right, all of them, every, virtually every person, look at this racist. What a ra- This is racism. I told you the left are the, they're the real racist. And race, they, I do, knew she was a racist. Stop. Stop. The communist doesn't care about race. Until we understand what the communist is after and genuinely cares about, we will never, ever, ever be able to combat him. We must stop with this. The communist cares about communism at all times. That's the only thing the communist cares about. He does not care about his family. He doesn't care about race. He doesn't care about his country, his city, his home. The communist only cares about communism. That's why he never turns it off. Race and women and LGBTQ and climate. Those are all just different branches of the American Communist Party. They're just selling different things to the idiot masses who buy them. They're just selling grievance politics to whoever they can. I've explained it before. It's like walking in McDonald's. Is it only a quarter pounder with cheese on the menu? Of course not. There's a quarter pounder. There's chicken nuggets. There's salads for the women. You can have a milkshake. You can have, there's a million different things on the menu. Why? They want to bring as many people in as possible. As many people in as possible. You understand This has nothing to do with race. She's not somebody who cares about race. If Larry Elder was to change his ways and run as a Democrat tomorrow, tomorrow, that woman would take off that gorilla mask and put on a Larry Elder shirt and invite Larry Elder over to dinner that night. They don't care about race. They don't care about women. They don't care about gay people. They dang sure don't care about the the, the climate They're simply selling different brands of the same product. But there's not a buyer for every brand, just like McDonald's. Everyone doesn't want a quarter pounder, so you got to get some chicken nuggets on the menu. These people, they're not racist. I mean, was she using that gorilla mask to try to get at Larry Elder because he's a black dude? Probably. Probably. But not because she's a racist in her heart. She was doing something racist because she thought it would hurt him. You see, Larry Elder, he's not a political opponent to her. He's not a guy running for governor. Not to her. Larry Elder is a heretic. A heretic against her religion. Now, historically, let me ask you, how have heretics been treated by the different religions out there? Have they been treated well? Or has it been pretty ugly out there with people who are accused of heresy? That's the communist. It's not about race. It's not. Understand how they think. Good afternoon, Jesse Steele, Kelly the Third. I am a Penn State alum, and I came across some inside information regarding this year's Penn State-Ohio State game. Here we go. Here we go. I knew I shouldn't have mentioned it. For the first time ever, I brought up yesterday that I'm an Ohio State fan. 
I don't know why this is news. I was born in Ohio. I lived in Ohio till I was 10 years old. You, everyone's in, everyone in Ohio is an Ohio State fan. Everybody. I mean, it's, it's, it's ingrained. But I should have known because my audience is full of bad people that this was going to prompt emails like this one. In order to confuse the Ohio State defense, here we go, the PSU offense will stand up and show off their diplomas. And since the Ohio State players don't attend class, they will be bewildered and wondrous of Penn State's scholar-athletes. Even though we are, you are an Ohio State fan, we can still unite and find common cause in our mutual hatred of Michigan. You're daggone right. <laughs> Stay handsome. And he says you can say, he can, I can say his name. His name is Kevin. College football is fun. College football. Remember when sports used to be entertaining and fun? Do you remember that? Remember when ESPN used to be entertaining and fun? I'll never forget it. You know what? We should find this and put this on the show Twitter. No, forget that. We don't want to promote ESPN. But when I was a kid, see, you, you kids today, I'm, I'm already that guy. I'm already saying, you kids today. You don't understand what it was like when there was nothing political on TV, ever, unless you were watching a political show. And certainly nothing political ever in sports. I mean, if you saw it, it was very rare and like a big major deal when someone did it. You know, Muhammad Ali or something like that. Otherwise, there was no politics in sports. And ESPN had this commercial one time. It was brilliant. One of the best commercials ever made where the commercial started and it was this close-up zoom of this uh, look-to-be college dude and college chick. And they were making out. And they're just kissing on each other. Just giving some smoochy smoochies. And then they start to very, very slowly zoom out. They're slowly, slowly zooming out. And by the time they get all the way zoomed out, one of them, I forget which one, is wearing an Ohio State shirt and the other one's wearing a Michigan shirt. And the commercial ends with it saying, without sports, this wouldn't be gross. (laughs) That's what sports used to be. Fun. And then, of course, the communists ruined that too. Jesse. My son attended my alma mater, the University of Paris Island. He's talking about Marine Corps boot camp. I don't know. I don't know. The truth is we still need so many good people in the services. We do. We need good people in the services. I have extreme, extreme reservations now. Extreme reservations about should I let them? Well, I should take that back. Should I let them? When they join, they're going anyway, and they're my boys, so they're going to do what they want to do. Should I encourage that or not? I mean, the, the stuff they're trying to shove down these guys' throats now is terrible. And now it's get the vaccine or you're, back, or, or you're kicked out. Do you see this? Capitalization is oppression. Using only lowercase is the latest act of resistance. That's right. This is coming from a doctor, I should mention. Dr. Linda, oh, no way. What a sweet name. How does such a psycho have a sweet name? This doctor's name is Linda Many Guns. Oh, that's sweet. I want that name. You know what? That's getting added to the list. That's going along with the Oracle, uh, the Shogun, Sombrero Jesse, uh, Jay Steele Kelly. I forgot about the time I dropped my first name and switched my middle ga- middle name. Jay Steele Kelly the third. I forgot I added the third on there, even though I'm the first in my name. Jesse Many Guns is 100% becoming part of my name. And look, before we roll our eyes and laugh at Miss Many Guns, who's actually not that, not that bad now that I'm looking at her, before we roll our eyes and laugh at Dr. Linda Many Guns, 
Remember what we talked about earlier in the show about all the things these people do and how destructive all these things are and how frustrating that can be to to people who think through things logically, people like you and me. People who think through things, we think to ourselves, wait a minute, I don't understand. Let's see, I I love the country. I love my community. I love my society. So why, why is this person, it's almost like they're trying to hurt it. It's almost like they're trying to hurt everything. Look at this lady. This lady's even trying to hurt English, the English language. They're trying to destroy it all. How could they look at uh, the very language itself and want to destroy it? It doesn't make sense. Why would you have uh, an open border? It doesn't make sense. I don't understand, Jesse. It doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense if you understand destruction is the whole idea. Destruction is the idea. They're trying to destroy. That's the overarching goal. The communist thrives in destruction. No one would ever convert to his disgusting religion without it. We'll take a couple more phone calls, get to headlines I didn't get to, 877-377-4373, but it's still sale of the year time. Sale of the year time at my pillow. You see the Giza Dream Sheets, you know, world's best cotton, Giza. For a limited time only, they're 50% off. 50. They're half off. You have to go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use the promo code JESSE, though, to get the deal. And I would highly recommend two sets because then it gives you a set to put on your bed when you're washing the other set. Plus, they're half off. Why not go take advantage? MyPillow.com, radio listener specials, promo code JESSE. Or just call them. If you're on the road, you can call them. 800-845-0544. Because it's MyPillow, of course, they're wonderful to work with as well. Headlines I didn't get to and some phone calls. Next. Jesse Kelly returns. Next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show final segment. We'll get to headlines I didn't get to in just a second. But first, I'm going to give you one more shot. Make it snappy. Make it fast. Let's go. Rob in Denver, your time is now. Go. Hey, Jesse. Joaquin in Pennsylvania. Go. Hey, Jesse Kelly. You heretic. And I'm glad you allowed me to commit some heresies myself. I have some questions and a few points I'd like to make. Hurry up. Now, the uh, Freemasons, the Freemasons, they have symbolisms of Islamic mythology and culture. Okay? Why is it that everything that we've done under multiple administrations benefits the Iranians from the Iran Iraq I mean from the Iraqi wars where we took out Iran's natural enemy, Iraq, down to the uh, fifty bill, you know, the billions of dollars of pallets of cash? Also, uh, when we cut our oil production and all this benefits the Taliban, which also basically... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say say the Freemasons? Yeah, the Freemasons. Some of our presidents have been involved in Freemasonry. Okay. What do they have to do with this? Okay, and well, no, what I'm saying is there's Islamic uh, 
symbolisms in there. Okay. Uh, so now, again, my question is, is that presidents on both sides of the aisle, they have actually benefited the Iranians with their uh, foreign policies. In other words, in, you know, taking Iraq out. Iraq and Iran were a constant, perpetual state of war. Okay, they were natural enemies. So now we eliminated that. I actually don't think we have time to go into that tonight. Chad, go ahead, Chad. Hey, buddy. So uh, the lady, or whatever you want to call her, that was in a, a gorilla mask, she was just trying to hide her identity. She doesn't want to get caught. She's not racist. Probably She's true. just dumb. Probably her identity. True. Probably true. Not racist, just an idiot. Probably true. All right, it's time for headlines I didn't get to. Texas City offers Samsung extensive property tax breaks to build a $17 billion chip plant. Okay? Going to create about 1,800 jobs in the region. Okay? All right? This is Taylor, Texas. Certainly sounds good, right? 1,800 jobs. Oh, my goodness. All that revenue. Think about all the new schools and everything. Do we ever even consider that demographics are destiny? Do we consider who the 1,800 people are who are going to be hired and are going to move to this region? I mean, people are aware how close elections are, right? What was Georgia's presidential election difference? Was it like 15,000 votes for the entire state? How long are we going to have this suicide pact with corporations? And that's no insult against Samsung. I, I don't know anything about them. Maybe they're lefty. Maybe they're. It's no insult against Samsung. But I see this, especially in Texas, so much. Hey, great news. We got this company from California. They're moving in and they're bringing 2,000 people with them. Isn't that awesome? Uh, is it? Is it awesome when you're not in power anymore? Is it awesome when. You're not passing abortion bans anymore, and they're passing abortion expansion. Is that awesome then? Maybe think about that. Headline, Californians are leaving. Here's where they're going. You know what? I'm going to set this aside because this is something we're going to get into tomorrow. I will just say this. California has, I believe, more Republicans in it than any other state, if I remember that right. There are tons of Republicans in California because it's huge. If you're somebody who has decided to flee the state because of not just the politics, it's so expensive, but that's because of the politics with the fees and the taxes and the what. If you're somebody who's chosen to flee California, I get it. I'm the one who tells you to balkanize, get out. Go move someplace you want to live. Leave your old voting habits with you unless you're on the right. All those fees you don't like, those didn't just materialize out of thin air. The next Democrat you vote for in Florida or Texas or North Carolina or wherever you're moving to, they're going to pass the same ones, and eventually you're going to ruin the same place like you ruined California. If you're going to move, move. Go make a better life for yourself and your family. I've moved my whole life. Leave your crappy voting where it is. Nancy Pelosi's archbishop says excommunication is an option for abortion-supporting Catholic politicians. I mean, of course, I'm not a Catholic, so I'm not really well-versed on the whole excommunication thing. I believe that means kicked out of the out of the church. And Does that mean damned to hell, too? Is that, is that also part of it, Michael? 
You don't know if it's if it's stated, but it's implied. Yeah, I can see that. But look, it's not my job. I'm not a Catholic, so I don't I don't wade into Catholicism. But I'll just say this: religions that you know are decent religions and have guts should 100% be taking a stance against abortion-loving politicians. And it's frankly embarrassing that they don't. It's very embarrassing that they don't. National Archives slaps a harmful content warning on the Constitution. That's right. The National Archives and Records Administration placed a harmful content warning on the Constitution. The communists are so good at worming their way through everything. Think think how incredible it is. They've mainstreamed anti-Americanism. They've made anti-Americanism a policy of the U.S. government. The U.S. government itself looked at its own constitution and said, oh, we better put a disclaimer on there. Isn't that wild? Look, you can hate them all you want, and I do. I mean, I hate them. You can hate them all you want. You almost have to admire that, right? I mean, how good are they at ruining every daggone thing? It took a long time. It took them a long time, but daggone if they didn't do it. State Department voices concerns over all-male Taliban government. What have I been telling you about the people who rule this country? What are the three things? Everyone knows them. No love of country. What's number two? No experience in the real world. Completely divorced from the real world, right? From rich mommy and daddy to academia to government. And therefore, you don't have any idea how the world works. If you're shocked the Taliban would get to the government and promptly kick all the women out, it's because you've spent way, way too much time within the Washington, D.C. bubble. I told you it was going to be a fun night tonight. We're going to have fun again tomorrow. And then after that, it's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. That's all.